From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. It was a disappointing Newcastle Knights in the last round of the NRL competition. They went down 20 points to 18 to the Raiders. And, of course, we have State of Origin 2 taking place in Perth this weekend with the NRL on a week off. Joining me now to talk about both of those things is uh, the Newcastle Herald's Barry Tui. Good morning. Hey, Trace. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I had, the, uh, I had the great pleasure of catching up with Danny Badiris on, uh, on Sunday night as he joined the, uh, the Blues side down in Sydney. I ran into him. Uh, he was a pretty devastated man. It's, uh, it's a bit like what next for the Newcastle Knights and our football manager doesn't know either. <laughs> oh, look, it's, I, I was asked actually during the week, what's worse? Is it worse to um, know after 10 minutes in a game that your team's going to get beat or is it worse to get beat on the bell? Mm. And uh, I guess it's two different emotions. Certainly um, certainly last week after they played so poorly in the first half to drag themselves back into the game and then take the lead and, and look like they've won it uh, and then to get beaten on the bell, it was um, really, really disappointing, sort of heartbreaking if you're really... Mm. You know, if you're a real Knights fan, and particularly with the predicament they're in as far as haven't won many games, um, they're the sort of games that uh, you just look back on and think, well, you know, this this only had to go our way or that only had to go our way and, and we win it. But uh, I will say this about the Knights, at least they showed a little bit of fight. They had oh, showed certainly. a lot of fight in a few mm. games prior to that. So, and, you know, the standard of the game probably wasn't great and there's it just shows up the massive gulf between... Uh, the really top teams and and the rest rest of the teams making up the numbers, I guess. But um, yeah, disappointing. But you know, they, there's still ten games to go, Trace. Um, there is. If you're, looking, <laughs> if you're trying to be optimistic and and look oh. on the bright side, there's still time. But uh, you know, there's still time for a lot of more defeats, I guess, too, if they, if they don't mm. start to play a little bit better. But anyway, they got a week off and. And then they've got to prepare for the Titans at home, which is a game that if they if they well, that, that's that's their season. Um, you know, if they get beat by the Titans at home, then uh, you know you'd have to say they're a real chance of, of being in the running to win the wooden spoon. So, it's a big couple of weeks we coming up. No, exactly. No. And you know the, the conversation that I had with uh, with Danny, you know, we just we don't have the cattle, and especially you know when you see when you see Hudson Young playing for Canberra, and uh, and you know he's one of ours, it really is uh, it's it's a problem, isn't it? We don't have the cattle. We've let so much go. We've got some real issues, not only with the current side, but with our recruitment. Yeah, look, I think that's true. I mean, Hudson Young's a, an interesting one because I mean we sacked him because of. Um, steroid use mm. um, and he missed two years and I guess um, most, club, <coughs> most clubs would have done the same um, unfortunately he's gone to another club mm. and come back to bite us which happens at times but um, yeah that, that's a disappointing one and the Knights aren't in a situation where they can afford to lose anyone that they should be keeping basically um, and they're in a bit of a transition as far as their retention goes for the younger guys they've got to keep the the uh, well, they've got to keep all the the good kids that they've got coming through the system, but they're still two, three years away. Yeah. So um, in the meantime, you know they're picking up some new players. So they're losing some players. Jairo Mamasi is going to Parramatta. Uh, he won't be the only player going. I can tell you that um, 
I can tell you that Jesse Sue was signed with uh, Hull Kingston Rovers. Oh, crap, so I know that. He'll be going, well, that's not out there, Trace, that's mm. an exclusive for you. Um, Thank you. He'll be... He'll be going. Um, he'll be going at the end of the season. But um, and there's some other. You know, there'll be a couple of others too that aren't not re-signed that won't be re-signed presumably. So, mm-hmm. and they've got a couple coming in. So yeah, they've just got to. But it's not. It's not. Ja- not just the recruitment. I think it's the the players they've got there. Trace at the moment. Um, obviously, Jaden Braley hasn't been cited and won't be cited for another few weeks, but he'll make a difference when he comes back. But the, the guys that really have to stand up, and we've spoken about it before, are the two Safiti boys. They're the two that, um, once they get back on the field, um, Daniel in particular has been out injured. Um, they've just got to start playing better than they've been playing, and, and they've got to get the most out of the players that they've got there. It, 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 I, I agree to a certain extent that Cattle's not there, but um, you have to get everything out of the players that are, are there, and the Knights haven't done that this year. Well, that's the skill, isn't it? That's the skill of a good coach. The, yeah. other, uh, the other good news that, uh, that Denny gave me was that uh, Andrew Johns has signed on for another 12 months. Now, that's great news. That's, uh, that shows that, uh, obviously, he knows that... Uh, you know, he's got faith in what's there. He's got faith in what's what's happening. Um, you know, that, that's got to be a, a sign of uh, there is better to come. Well, we hope so. I mean, um, we, we all hope that Joey's footprint on the on the place would, um, you know, would, they would fix their attack and their attack would be so much better this year. Well, you probably been. think the attack's yeah. been just as bad. In yeah. some games, it's been worse. So, um, and I'm not blaming Joey for that, yeah. but um, at the moment, whatever they've tried so far hasn't really uh, bore fruit or bad fruit. So, um, yeah, I, I, Joey obviously thinks that there's some talent around that. As you say, he's um, agreed to come on board for another 12 months. So um, hopefully um, they can turn it around and, and people like him can make a bit of a difference or a big difference because uh, they certainly need it. Now, I know Caelan Ponga was, uh, he was battling a stomach illness on, uh, on Sunday. But, Barry, there's got to be concern around the number of head knocks that he's getting. I mean, that's got to be a big concern for not only the Knights, uh, for the NRL as a whole. Yeah, he has. He's copped a few, but um, there's a few others in the game that have mm. copped some. Luke Keery's another one. That's, um, he's had four or five, I think, um, as long as they keep on top of it, I guess. And, and um, they don't take any risks, any chances these days. Um, and, I, and I guess um, the, the head specialists that, um, that the players are looking looking to for guidance for so, uh, doing the right thing. And, and um, look, it's it's not something that's going to go away. No, that it's not. Knock, no. Is it? It's, um, it's becoming more prevalent, I mm. think, than ever. So, and as you say, Carlin has copped a couple. He's got to look at his technique. Um, he's got to look at his tackling technique. I think that's an issue for him in certain situation so um, hopefully they're working on that fingers crossed no as I said uh, I, I you know I, I wasn't staying with the blues I, I will make that very clear Baz in case that that was the impression but uh, yes I was staying uh, staying at the same hotel as them uh, obviously when they all got together on uh, on Sunday night they seemed like a happy bunch but uh, mind you they've made some pretty big bloody changes they only went down by a converted try yet he really has swung that axe on the New South Wales side yeah, he has. Um, I, I, I actually, well, you and I both, I think, went for Queensland that first game, and, and uh, I'm going for New South Wales in this game. So <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that, um, well, I, I just think that Freddie stuffed up a little bit yeah. in the first game. I think he's brought Jake Tarovitz back. 
he probably shouldn't have dropped him in the first place. Um, he's made a few other changes. He's got Coruscant in there, so he's got the, the double hooking threat. Um, and I think Matt Burton's a good selection, gives gives him another big kicking option, and, and there's so much pressure on Cleary, and there'll be pressure on him again, but there was so much pressure on, in, on him in the first game, and he didn't handle it that well, and, but they didn't have a plan B. Well, they've got a plan B now with, with Burton. Um, I think they'll use him a lot. I think he'll probably give him a little bit of a roving commission, which is what he gave um, Travojevic the centre last year. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think there's some better selections, but I also think the fact that, OK, New South Wales have, have lost the first game, um, they might have been a tad complacent at home in game one. Mm. Queensland played very well, and New South Wales are going to have to match that. But um, I think... I just think in this game that uh, that New South Wales can hit back, uh, given that it's over in Perth. I, I think they'll hit back. Queensland's got a few out as well, so that that, that won't hurt New South Wales' chances. Uh, if they can if they can play a bit better in the forwards, if they can control the ruck a bit better, then I think they'll win. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I look. I'm a conspiracy. You're going to I'm, again, no, aren't you? well, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So, my mm-hmm. my head says, of course, New South Wales are going to win because that'll keep the series alive. Um, I don't. I truly don't believe that New South Wales deserve to be the favourites uh, that they are. You know, they're they're paying a dollar seventy one to Queensland's two fifteen. Now they're always favourites. But uh, why? Why are we well, always favourites? I don't know. Not, there might be more punters in New South Wales. Do you I, reckon I, that's what I, it I, is? Well, it must be. It's mm. a weight of money. That's what betting's all about. Mm. It's weight of money. So yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, New South Wales were favourites in quite a few of those games mm. there when Queensland, when they dominated us. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know why. Mm. Um, and, and Queensland always seemed to be able to get the underdog status, which doesn't hurt them, obviously. No, they love it, don't they? That's what yeah, they, they always do. play into their hands. Cameron, yeah, they, they how thrive think, on uh, it. How do you think Cameron Munster will play? Well... If he plays as well as he did in the first game, we're in real trouble. Mm. We're yeah, in we're real stuffed. trouble. But um, it's up to New South Wales to, to you know, at least break even. But you mm. would hope that they would finish on top in the forwards. And if New South Wales finish on top in the forwards, then Cameron Munster won't play as well. Simple. It's pretty simple. It is he won't, simple. He won't, have, he won't have the room. He won't have the space. He won't uh, be on the front foot like he was in game one. Um, if New South Wales can can match them in the forwards, and that's the challenge for the Blues, they've got to come out because they got you know they got uh, they got a hiding in the first game uh, outside of probably the first ten minutes. Queensland dominated up the middle, and and that's why they won. And uh, New South Wales have got to at least match them. And as you said, they only got beat by a converted try, and they had a try disallowed. So there wasn't a lot in it. Um, there wasn't a whole lot in it at all at the first game. But Queensland did dominate. In the forwards and, and um, New South Wales have got to, as I say, they've got to match them and, and hopefully come out on top. And the likes of um, Cameron Munster and, and Grant, um, Cherry Evans, to a certain extent, they they won't have anywhere to go if New South Wales can finish on top in the forwards. Oh, if they can, if they can play like the Panthers have been playing, and like you know, like some of these uh, these guys who have been selected of playing, you know, that that's just bring that form into state of origin, and you'll kill them. It's that simple. Well, it's nearly the Panther side, isn't mm. it? It's, um, it's very Pantherizing. They got nine Panthers from last year, or nine Grand Final Panthers from last year playing in the game. So I think eight of them are playing for New South Wales. So um, yeah, we we want uh, we want a bit of that form, but yeah. um, it's a different. Obviously, it's a it's a level up from club footy, 
Um, but New South Wales have got to rise to the occasion. They really um, do. And if they don't, well, they'll you know they'll we'll go to Queensland two 0 down and probably get beat three 0 in the series. Yeah, well, we, we have to. There's no there's no two ways about it. We have to win in Perth. There's uh, there's no yep. doubt about that. Now, very quickly, um, we've got uh, Tim and uh, we've got Zoo and Horn Mark Two. We've got the uh, the next series of the brothers coming in. This fight is being it was announced yesterday, but it's being officially announced today. What do you think about that? Nikita Zoo taking on Ben Horn. Yeah, I think it's great. Mm. I think it's great. I think it's. Um It'll be a test for Nikita Zoo because Ben Horn's, you know, he's had a few fights yeah. and goes goes pretty good. I haven't seen a lot of Ben Horn to be honest, but I think just the fact that it's Zoo versus Horn is, um, you know, there's, uh, I can see why they're promoting it that way and they've done it that way. And yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. There's there's some there's some big raps on Nikita from a lot of people that know what they're talking about more than me uh, in boxing. There's some really big raps. We haven't. We haven't seen enough of him because he hasn't. His fights, his two fights, haven't lasted long enough. It's been so um, frustrating, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. But um, you know, you can't knock a bloke for want, wanting to get a get a fight over and done with as quick as possible. And and uh, look, hopefully, um, Horns. Well, I'm pretty sure he'll be uh, provide a little bit more opposition, mm. in, and we'll see a little bit more of Nikita and and and. Uh, find out what he's all about but he certainly to me he looks like someone who well he's a bigger puncher than his brother uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that I think he's got his dad's punching ability mm. I don't know that Tim's got that um, you know that knockout punch no well, we saw as that good a knock, no. as good a knockout punch no. anyway is what uh, Nikita's yeah. got but um, obviously Nikita's only just started back too so he's got some areas of He's um, he's fighting that he's got to improve as well, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting, Trace. Yeah, well, and and yeah, you know, much much the same as you. You know, I'm hearing that Nikita, um, you know, is is a better boxer and uh, and can, could go further than uh, than his brother. So we just sit and watch, don't we, my friend? A bit like the state we of origin. Do. We do. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, uh, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully we're talking about a New South Wales win next week. I really do. It'd be good, wouldn't it? It would be. Thanks, mate. You stay safe. Oh, now, what's the podcast this week? The podcast is um, Willie Peters, the Knights' assistant coach. Oh, awesome. He's actually, um, actually off to Hull Kingston Rovers as the coach uh, next year. But, um, yeah, he's got some interesting things to say about um, why the Knights are in the predicament they're in, actually. Oh. A really good, really good chat. So, so we're not the only ones, obviously, asking those uh, those big tough no. questions. Mm. No, it seems no. to be when I know when you do your questions on Twitter. You know the number of questions that just keep coming in of what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's the repeated question. Yeah, and if someone had the answer, I guess mm. um, they'd be a genius, and they'd be probably in there working at the nights as, mm. as we speak and fixing it. But um, as opposed it's, to you and I, who can sit on the sidelines. Exactly. Mm. Thanks, mate. You have a wonderful, uh, wonderful week, and uh, and we'll catch up next week. Thanks, Trace. Thanks, Baz. Bye. That is Barry Tui from the Newcastle Herald, and uh, you can grab his column on a Saturday. He uh, he has a great column in there. All his goss. His uh, his podcast is fantastic, and uh, and don't don't tell anyone he ghost writes for David Clemmer too. So, yeah, shh. That's just between you and I. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. <laughs> 
Newcastle in the Morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Joined by Michael Blacksland and covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the Morning. Weekdays from 9 till midday, only on Newcastle Live.